Detours Ahead, a podcast about creative living. Good evening and welcome to Detours Ahead. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, yeah. Great. So we have tonight, or if it's in the daytime that you listen to this, today. Really, any time any of day. Any yeah. An interview with... Phil Councilman. Mm. He is a jack of many trades and a master of many trades, mm. all the way from uh, beautiful visual art to uh, fantastic works of clay pottery. Mm. I have a, a beautiful coffee mug which you made me. It's the only coffee mug that I've ever received frequent compliments for. Mm. I'll just be holding this cup and someone will say, that's an amazing coffee mug. It's never happened to me before. And but it will never happen again. Probably not. <laughs> but it happened with, uh, with Phil's car. And I know, I haven't seen this yet myself, but I know he's carved his own boat out of wood, which he sails wow. in the sea. So pretty this impressive. Is, this is a pretty interesting guy. Yeah. So when it comes to living creatively and in an interesting way... Phil's your guy. Phil's your guy. So I haven't heard this one yet, but I'm excited. Yeah, we're so, gonna listen to it now. Well, I'll jump in it. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to Detours Ahead. Today, I'm sitting with the legendary. Renowned Professor Phil Councilman, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. Oh, it's very good to have you. I'm glad to be here. And uh, (laughs) so, to give our our audience a feel for a day in the life of Professor Phil Councilman, what have you just finished doing? Oh, uh, well, I had some studio classes today. Um, We had 3D design, we had sculpture, and we had beginning ceramics. Okay. So I've been been a busy busy boy today so far. Some good stuff coming out of those Uh, Yeah, we hope. We will see soon when we have the critique next week. Okay. So yeah, we will find out. Okay. So tell me in a little bit more detail, what is your... Who are you as an artist, as a professor... Etc. How would you define this? As far as what I do, I mean, um, I'm my master's degree, my MFA is in studio art, Uh, so I'm I'm trained to you know work with my hands uh, to teach students to work with their hands, Um, and I primarily teach studio courses, with the exception of an occasional art history or art appreciation course. Um, So I've been doing this now for 15 years. Uh, so that that that's a long time for me. <laughs> it seems like a long time anyway. Um, so yeah, that's 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 pretty pretty much it. I'm holding in my hand right now a beautiful coffee mug that you hand sculpted for me. Please tell me a little bit about this aspect of your work. You also because you also make studio art, right? Well, um, I, you know I was. I've been teaching ceramics for, as I said, a long time now, 
And uh, it's finally gotten to the point where that's pretty much all I do. And, you know, there's, a, there's definitely a reason for that. Uh, I was concentrating on my own work, which was sculpture. My MFA is in sculpture, mixed media work. Um, but lately, as I said, I've just been doing ceramics. And the reason for that is is that, uh, you know, I think you, you get burned out um, making work for yourself. And the good thing about uh, ceramics is I can make it and uh, give it away t and to other people. And it, you know, there's there's something gratifying about someone using something that you made and it yeah. making them feel good about you know about that. And it makes you feel good. And um, so you know, with with my own work, I don't, I don't you know I felt like I've I've just felt like it you know it's, it's it doesn't work like that at all. Okay. You know, it's and with this I can. There's, as I said, there's there's some there's some gratification there that um, that you don't get with your own work that's more academic and more involved in research. Which ceramics is research as well, but you know I, I just don't think of it in that way really. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, while we're still talking about your work, I know you've also done some very interesting projects like built. A number of boats that you take sailing in the yeah. local ocean. <laughs> Tell us more about that, please. Uh, well, as I said, I, um, you know, I just, I don't limit myself to any, to anything. Yeah. And a friend of mine um, had built this boat, and uh, he said, you know, you should build one too. And I said, oh, okay. And uh, we went out in his and. I said, well, I, I think I can do this, and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't so much about actually um, enjoying it the uh -huh. end the end result. I just was interested in the process of building it. Yeah. And um, and so anyway, I, I, I bought some plans and I started on it, and I really didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah. <laughs> because my friend didn't he didn't completely build all of his by okay. himself he had some help with this but okay. I built mine all you know it, everything was done by me because I, of course I can't afford to pay anyone to help okay. me but so so yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how it all that's how it all happened but uh, wait so you found you went online and found plans for yes how yes to, you went like into Google how to build a boat well no I mean there's certain there's certain um, uh, well, you know, there's there's certain boat builders and okay. uh, designers, okay. and some designs are better than others. Like, for instance, with this design, it was their designs that are simple, supposedly, or this design was supposedly simple, but it was not simple. I think there's not any simple boat designs. No. Uh, so, <laughs> and I realized that after I got into this. Yeah. And so, you know, this is, uh, you know, I'm two two years later, um, I'm working on this. And I'm thinking this was not supposed to take this long, yeah. and it ended up being a long process that I absolutely enjoyed every bit of it. Oh, that's and I didn't think I would actually even use the boat. I was going to just sell it when I was finished with it. But my family absolutely loves it, and I enjoy taking it to the you know anytime I go out, you know people always want to talk with me about it. So you know it's a way to interact with people, um, which is the same thing with that I think art should be about too you know you can have a dialogue with someone about what you're doing yeah that's so, interesting yeah so is it made out is it made out of 
carved wood it's 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 just made out of uh just regular building materials that okay. you buy at the hardware store wow. so uh you know just decking screws okay. uh different types of you know industrial materials that are used glues and so forth so i mean in terms of boat building it's really it wasn't that expensive to build um but uh, you know it can get very expensive so if we were living in a post-apocalyptic world <laughs> You would be the guy to come to. I don't know about that. You build a big boat. I don't know. Man, okay, so did you, were you always a creative type of person? Did you always, did you grow up building? Yes, yes. Well, well, my dad had a shop behind his house. And uh, so my grandfather was actually a a carpenter and he built built houses. And my dad was involved with that. but what happened was is my, my father ended up teaching, but he's still, you know, he's, there's, there's still that tradition there of working with your hands. And, um, you know, there's been, you know, we've had a blacksmith in our family. And, um, and so, so, you know, there's, there's a long history of that. And I think that's, that's really where it comes from is I was just playing around in my dad's shop, you know, when I was a kid. And uh, I just enjoyed that so much. And he was an artist as well, so he always had paintings going. And uh, he was an art teacher in high school, and and so I was very much influenced by him. And he was one of these guys that, uh, again, uh, had his you know he had his hands in a, a lot of different things as well. So, okay. so I was yeah I was definitely influenced by that. And uh, so I assume that your parents were encouraging them when you wanted to pursue art. As a career. Well, <laughs> I don't think they uh, they thought that I would take it as okay. far as I did. So uh, you know, I had a uh, I was getting my BFA, and, and and I mentioned to them that you know I was uh, I was thought I would go to graduate school. Well, I told them that I I didn't. I just went ahead and told them that I was going to graduate school, and uh, they were shocked. And they they they, they, they were like, really. You, you're, you're going to school longer. You've already been in school six years now. You're going to school longer. Yeah. And uh, it's like, well, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm. And so, uh, so yeah, the, I don't think they ever imagined it would turn into something I would actually do to make money, you know, so as a career, really. Um, I really don't know what they had in mind for me, but they were both teachers, and um, as I said, they're big influences in my life and very encouraging. Um, yeah, I think they were a little surprised by the by, mm. by me, you know, kind of uh, being so committed and being so dedicated to what I was doing um, at the time, and still am. So. And um, so, when you decided to pursue an artistic career full time, did you have some like end goal in mind of how everything would? turn out or how it all come together or did you just did you just kind of take well I didn't have any I didn't have any goal I mean I was yeah. I was working at uh, I mean I was working at UPS when I was in South all through uh, college I worked at UPS and I just said well you know if this doesn't work out if my this, this art doesn't work out then because I'd planned to be an art teacher um, I said uh, you know I can always work at UPS because okay. I had been working there a long time at that point yeah. And I ended up getting my first uh, job as an instructor at a university, and uh, you know they, the, 
the guys at UPS just couldn't believe that I was <laughs> I was leaving. They're like, "What? You're you're going? You've been here a decade, you know." And so I, I never looked back after that. And once I you know I got my first teaching job, I think it was it was on after that. It was okay. yeah. So that's really where it all started. So when you were working at UPS, did you still make make art during in your spare time? Well, the whole time I worked at UPS, I was in school. Oh, okay. So I would go to school during the day. Yeah. And then at night, I would go in and work. Really? Yes. That's how. I, yeah. So, so I was. I was a very tired guy. <laughs> did you sleep at all? I did. Not very much. You okay. know, I would go to school in the mornings. I would come home and take a little nap and then go into work that night, you know, from about 5 to 10 or 11 o'clock. Okay. So it was not too bad, but uh, it kept me busy. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, do you think, well, you obviously work teaching at art school. Do you think going to art school is essential for someone who wants to to study fine arts of any kind and what do you, what what do you get from it that you couldn't get from say i don't know watching well i I, I would say i would say getting a, a bachelor's degree in art yeah. uh, or bfa in art is if you're planning on being an artist and continuing to make art i think you can learn all kind of different new new skills yeah. in college and be exposed to all, to all these people who are doing the same thing you're doing which is what you're there for you know you want to be in contact with people right i think that's number 1 is is being engaged with other artists that's how you learn yeah and um and then not only that as i said you're learning new skills as yeah. well um, and so there's all these resources in college for you right. to help you out, especially if you want to continue to make art. In terms of graduate school, now that's something that you really have to think about. It depends on what your, your plans are. You know, if you're, if, especially if you're planning on teaching at the college level, I think that yeah. that's a reason to go to graduate school. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it, if, if you don't plan on teaching, it's also just a great experience because you get to focus yeah. on your own work for two years or three years without any interruptions and not only that you get to meet all these new people from all around the world that are going to influence your life and um, I think that that experience is is worth it in itself I mean it's you know there's yeah I think that's a great thing that you get to meet new people and and focus on your own work but you know if you're going to do that I think you, sh you should definitely have a a goal in mind as far as what you plan on doing because you put so much time into it at that point that you have to think about well what am you know what am I going to do when I when I finish this graduate program yeah okay interesting yeah. you yeah. make a good sales pitch for art school there <laughs> I mean I suppose well I mean I, I'm to. speaking from experience yeah, you know right. I mean it's completely I mean I I gained so much from that, you know. I learned so much from the people that yeah. I was surrounded by, and I had my own studio there, and and um, I made some friends, some lifelong friends, and you know, I don't. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, it's expensive to go to school, but I mean, this is something that's going to affect you for the rest of your life, right. which we're talking years and years. So, um, I think that's that's worth it. So, if you were to give advice to someone who wants to pursue this path. And they're young. What would you say? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think that it's hard to, you know, if I'm if I'm thinking about myself, you know, at, at that age. Yeah. I mean, there was really nothing anyone could tell me to, 
to discourage me. I was okay. just completely, uh, just completely focused, even more so then than I am now okay. on what I was doing. And I was just like, I, I love this. Yeah. And I think you, you know, you, it's just something that you have within you that, um, I mean, it's great to hear an encouraging word, but I think it's something that you already realize or know. And, and I would definitely say, listen to the people that are around you. You know, I had some mentors, mentors in college that I mean, they affected everything. I mean, they were everything. You know, they said, well, you should continue this. You should mm-hmm. con- you keep going with this. And without that encouragement, I don't, I mean, it's, I, I definitely would have second-guessed myself. You know, you need that guidance to say, hey, you need to, you need to go this way. Right. You know, I mean, I already knew what I liked to do and enjoyed doing and was committed to it. But, you know, if you have someone saying, well, this is the direction you need to go, I think that's very helpful for you to listen to them because they're older, they're knowledgeable, they've seen people like you and others who are not like you before, and they have an idea of of what you should be doing, and they can confirm that for you if you listen to them. Um, And I think that's a great thing. Another great thing about college is, as I said, you know, these interactions that you have with with, uh, professors and other people in the field. So, um, you, like I, like me, mm-hmm. we get the summer vacations where we have some time in yeah. between teaching classes. Do you like, is that when you, is that, do you pursue projects? Uh, yes, I do, I do, I do. Um, but I find that, uh, I do so much academic work during the, yeah. during the school year that, I just, I just really take a break, a long break during the summer. Um, I, I find myself piddling around doing things, you know, artistic. I mean, those are things you're always going to, mm-hmm. to be doing or thinking about. Um, but uh, I would say I, I probably don't do as much during the summer, which is strange because I have more time then. Yeah. But I end up uh, filling that time with. Spending time with my family and well, okay. going out in a boat. Going out in a boat, which you built. Well, that's cool. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so I, I definitely don't take that time for granted that I get to have all that time with my family. And that's important time, you know, that a lot of people, uh, they don't get to do that. You know, they yeah. really don't. You know, we get this long break. And, right. uh, and I, I try to keep that in the back of my mind that, you know, I have this time to spend with my family. And... I try to make the absolute best of that if I can. Yeah. So. so do you, so of the other artists you know and have known along the way, are many of them also involved in the academic world? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Um, I know I know a lot of people, of my friends that are involved, uh, some more so, much more so than I am. Okay. And uh, yes. Um, but I have friends doing, you know, a lot of different things. You know, one of my friends is a sculpture technician. Um, one of my friends is an art handler in New York, so he gets to, you know, talk with all these famous artists and deal with all these famous artists. Um, and then uh, another one of my f- friends is a professor of drawing okay. um, at a big research uh, public university. So it's it's so yeah, I have a kind of a d- diversity of friends yeah. who are making art in different involved with art in different ways right right but you basically yeah you need to do something where you have 
where you can put most of your energy into it, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess some people try and pursue, or they do pursue art as it's like as like a side thing that they mm-hmm. do, but sure. their main job just yeah, something up, else. Yeah, take sure. their time. Yes. Uh huh. Do you know people who do that successfully? Is that possible? That's a good question. Um, it depends on what other job they have right. you know so for instance i have a friend who's a lawyer okay and um he likes art a lot more than law okay it seems like <laughs> and uh i, I agree and yeah. so he, he 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 got he just suddenly got uh all involved in ceramics and he loves it and he spends any of his free time and he has lots of free time being a lawyer really and yes okay uh, of course he's i mean he's um you know, he has experience in the field. He's, okay. you know, he's not so just... So he can pick and choose what case Yeah, he yeah, he can. So he has he has free time to, to do those types of things and to pursue those types of, you know, uh, to his, his art. Um, and so he's heavily involved in that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're, especially, but if you're a young artist and you're just starting out, you, you sometimes have to have some, as you said, some sort of side gig. And yeah. that's... It's hard to, to focus when that happens. Right, right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, most of the people I know, are they're like, you know, as I said, lawyers, teachers. Uh, I know a lot of teachers that yeah. are not art teachers, but, you know, there's, say, for instance, history teachers. And but they also make art. But they make art. Really? And so, you know, yeah. if you go to a local art uh, center, yeah. you're going to find people like that, you know, okay. that are, you know, that's what, this is what they do for, as their hobby. And uh, they they do very very well with it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So where do you do you have any displays that are happening at the moment? Well, I'm about to have one here at the university, oh, and you I, are? I I've never really been involved in any okay. exhibits at I didn't where, even know where I work. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I have two other friends, and we're going to show some ceramic pieces in the gallery. Okay. Uh, which are. Uh, representations of some different firing methods that we've been doing so wood firing or anagama firing and uh, soda firing and maybe some works that were fired in electric kiln so some different firing processes um, I think could be interesting to see so, cool. yeah so how was this mug I, I can put up that, a picture of this so that that that, that, that was a, that was a wood fired mug an anagama kiln, in an anagama kiln that they have in Fairhope okay. um, so yeah that's how that one was uh, and it's a very unique process. Your, your, uh, all the heat comes from uh, oak, pine, uh, and you. As I said, that's the fuel for this kiln. Is you're having to, to, to stoke the the fire the whole for t- pretty much uh, for a whole day okay. to get it up to the temperature it needs to be, um, which in this case is uh, two thousand three hundred and fifty degrees. Wow. So, you know, think about having, you know, that is so hot. in terms of an oven at home, you know, which is 350 yeah. degrees, this is much, much hotter than that. So, what does that mean? Is wood the hot? Is that burn at that? No, that wouldn't burn at the highest temperature, or, or does it? Uh, you see how ignorant I am. I... Well, you know, it's. Um, it's difficult to get it up to that temperature with wood. It is, and it okay. takes you have to start early in the morning, okay. and you start you start adding and adding and adding until uh, it's a slow process. It slows down, it heats up, it's back and forth, uh, it stalls uh, a lot, and you just have to hang in there with it until it gets to that temperature. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long process. That would be enough to burn your hand right off. 
Your face. Your face. Your eyebrows. You burn your face Yes, off. absolutely. You gotta be very careful. Absolutely, you have to wear a face shield and uh, yeah. all kind of different special clothing. If you tried uh, to cook food in it, it would just incinerate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. So, wood, so kilns and stoves are not interchangeable. That is no, a lesson no, I can take no, away from this. Right, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, who who are you collaborating with on this? On well, this two display? friends, two friends of mine um, okay. that we commonly fire together a lot. So, um, so yeah, I know them pretty well. But we we, we we all do these different types of firings. So, cool. And yeah. are you involved? Do you, have you ever done um, like paint, paintings of any kind? I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean. My undergraduate work was actually in painting. Okay. So I started off as a painter, actually. And um, so, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of painting. My BFA is in painting, uh, oil painting. So, so, yeah, I haven't done any of that in years, but I pursued sculpture in, in graduate school just to, because I just felt like uh, I wanted to think about a different way to express myself um, that was uh more of a physical way in more of a physical way than with painting so that's that's how all that happened really do you think you need to know a little bit of everything to be an artist like painting i don't know that it's a good i don't know that it's a good thing it just depends on your situation like for instance we're here where i teach at a small private college yeah it's good to know a lot of different things because you know you're going to find yourself teaching classes that are not necessarily in your field of expertise. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I didn't really study ceramics in, in college very much, but somehow I, I started working in an art center during my first teaching job, and I started dabbling in ceramics, and I learned how to use a pottery wheel and that sort of thing. And luckily I did, because when I, when I got here, um, I ended up, using some of that knowledge that I that I gained just at you know working at a ceramic center for a little while but uh, you just really never know <laughs> you, yeah. you don't you know and, and again I think sometimes it can work against you because you know you're not spending all of your time doing one thing which I mean if you really want to be good at something you have to completely focus on that one thing okay. and so um, so again you know, it can be a good thing it can be a bad thing um, it just depends. Yeah. Do you have artists who are your like favorite ins- people who inspire you? Is that a, is that a fair question? To ask uh, a uh, uh, it is, yeah. and it's not. I mean, right. it's it's it, you know, it's it's there's all these layers that okay. happen. You know, when yeah. you're after you've been doing something for so long you're you're influenced by all these different people you're not necessarily you know. conscious of who's influencing no you you're you're, you're, right. you're not and um, I mean I you know I absolutely love minimalism okay. I always have you know a certain I, I can't I, I could say Donald Judd I will say Donald Judd I've always liked his loved his work it's okay. you know that so that whole movement of minimalism I've always been influenced by that um, which most people uh, have a hard time. It's a challenge for most people, yeah. but a challenge uh, to make a challenge to like it life. and be interested in it. <laughs> okay. You know, because you know, there's it's it's a movement that it's primarily about the materials rather okay. than this 
big idea. It's okay. it's the materials are the content of the of the work, and uh, and so yeah, I, I I like thinking about materials a lot in my own work, and um, and uh, yeah, I, so is it minimalism because it is minimally. Um, visually over the top is it like trying to is it like going against the more uh, it, is, it is it is it is it is it's a reaction against that that's yeah. that's how that movement started off as a reaction against aesthetics okay you know it it, it, it wasn't necessarily about how, you know making something look beautiful mm. or, and but uh, in this movement it was the materials were supposed to be beautiful in a way so uh, but the, the some of the the works that was let's say for instance as I said Donald Judd came up with or uh, they're striking to me and as they're challenging to me and as I think if, if you know if you if you've been an artist for a long time that's really what you want you know you don't necessarily want to be um, seduced by work okay. in it you know because of the color of the paint and so forth uh, you know that that gets old very quickly and uh, so you work your way through those types of of reactions okay. earlier on and then you you know you get to a place that's quite different um, okay. that are hard for some people to accept okay. or understand yeah. but uh, you know those are the, the things I like to look at and think about a lot mm. of the times so. so when you I know you also teach art history classes right Just well I, 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 I don't I have taught them before taught but them. but uh, it's been a long time since I, I try to stay out of our you know I'm not as I said I, I you know, I'm not an art historian, but you know, as I said, teaching at a at a small yeah, school, you had to do a little bit of everything. Uh, that being said, I mean, I've I've had a, a lot of art history courses that I took in college. So, um, you know, you you know, I think all studio majors have a a background with that. They don't have any choice. You you know, you you have to, to you have to you have to find it interesting. Though? I do, of course. Yeah, yeah sure, I yeah. do. Yeah, sure, I do. And some things I. I teach art appreciation, and some things I like talking about. Right. Some things I just absolutely loathe talking about because I, I don't have a lot of knowledge about it. Um, so yeah. So do you think that um, art, visual art, plays a a satisfactorily important role in contemporary society? Well, uh, I know that's a very broad question, but like, what do you? Do I think it does because. And again, I think it. Well, I think it depends on where you are. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you're living where we live, yeah, I don't think it plays a very big part because no one's talking about it. And no one's interested in it as much. Okay. You know, you you know, if you go to somewhere like New York, right? There's art th galleries. Everywhere. There's art galleries everywhere, yeah. and not only that, people want to go and see art and talk about art uh -huh. and engage. And uh, so, so here it is, you just, you don't find that. Mainly, well, one of the reasons, we don't have, and we don't have the resources for that either, you know. We have one art museum, um, which they do some great things, but it's nothing like a big city where people, I mean, that's, some people, that's their hobby, that's their pastime, is they, on the weekends, they go and look at art. Yeah. And they, you know, they have conversations about issues that they're finding in these museums that are, Sometimes very important issues, very important contemporary issues. Um, so we don't, we don't really have the ability to do that where we are. So 
I think it's it's something that that every city strives for. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's it's lacking in some places. But now across the bay from here in Fairhope, that's an art filled town, right? Well, it's still not. It's there. still it's still yeah. not like what we were talking about. It's yeah. this is these are not. You know, we're not bringing up important issues through contemporary art in Fairhope. Okay. It's not like that. This yeah. is this is very much. You know, it's it's a leisure activity yeah. that people enjoy uh, together. Um, and 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 so yeah, it's it's it doesn't function in the same way. Okay. Yeah. So when you say important issues, you mean like. Like big social yeah issues yeah like artists are yes like commenting on, sure yeah. like artists are concerned you know a lot of artists are concerned with and yeah. people in this area really try to stay away from some of that 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 those type of issues yeah um, so can you say any more about that <laughs> no I'm going to stop there <laughs> uh, I am going to stop there sure okay fair enough yeah fair enough but so but do you think so um, like the function of art in the world is to do that's one of its functions is to bring up conversations around yeah, things like absolutely difficult I think it's I think that's its main fun I think that's its main function yeah uh-huh absolutely to make yeah. people feel a little uncomfortable and question things in a new way absolutely yeah yeah and they can you know they, they can definitely talk with one another it's 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 uh, you know it's it's meant to provoke conversation with with others and and uh you know understand and learn about what's going on around them and i think artists have a unique perspective about that those types of things because we're you know, we're constantly trying to understand what's going around us in a visual way. Okay. And so, yeah, we're trying to to put those things together. It's it's a, I think it's a different way of way of thinking uh, yeah. about the world. Yeah. Yeah. Do absolutely. you think so? When you're walking along, thinking, are you having a monologue that goes in your head, or do you see a lot uh, of no, images? No. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think a bit like that. I think you're you know, yeah. an artist is just trying to sort things out. Yeah. I think they just try to sort things out. And they have to do that. They have to like it's it's it's, a, it's a, like a matter of just releasing all these things that and and then as you're expressing these things, it helps you understand them better. Okay. I guess just okay. by by dealing with them physically, it helps you understand them much better. It's uh, and but you know every, a lot of artists there. There's all these different artists and uh, you know ways that art ways that artists think that. So I can't speak for, for right, that. Right. So you know, but uh, yeah. But if you're like wrestling with an idea or a feeling, then you see it in like visual. I think you start to you start to try to interpret it in that way. Yeah. And that's okay. what happens. And I think it it becomes very therapeutic in a way for you to yeah. to, to to figure out how all that works. Okay. Yeah. Because like in writing, I would I, you know I'm more familiar with. Putting, trying to work through ideas with mm-hmm. words, so mm-hmm. it's like I think I know what I'm thinking, and then I write it. I write it down, and it comes yeah. out slightly differently from what I thought. Sure, it's but an interpretation. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, like when you redraft sure. something, you notice patterns that emerge that you didn't think were going to be there. Sure, sure. So well, I'm guessing for a visual artist that happens, but in a different. Well, it does. So I mean, I'll give you an example. I mean, I haven't been making much of my own work lately, but I've been thinking. I mean, you still. 
you still just are thinking like an artist because that's who you are. And, and so where I live, there's, uh, it was founded by the Scandinavian immigrants. Okay. And um, it's a small community. There's about a thousand people that live there. And, and so when these people first came in, uh, they had their own style of architecture. And I like to ride a bike. And so I'm like, you know, I'm riding my bike around in, in these, this rural area where I yeah. live. And, uh, you know, I see these little houses and, and, and I've been, I've lived there for almost five years now. And then, but I started thinking about this, this architecture and it's all of a sudden it just hit me. The similarities that are happening with this, you know, when they, these people first came in, they're all building, they're all being influenced by each other and they're bringing over this European sensibility of, of design or architecture. Um, and I started and it just, all those, just, it's just like wow you know look at this yeah. all these this is built the same way as this one and right. you know so I was just like oh this is and so then I started like <laughs> this is this is kind of scary but I started going <laughs> up to people's houses you know yeah. and, and talking to them about their oh yeah 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 about these structures these and you know some were built the 1900s or what have oh, you and, cool. and I was just like well you know uh, you know when was this you know asking them all these questions uh, yeah. and trying to figure this stuff out because as I said, I, I'd been riding around just ignorantly looking at these places, right. and all of a sudden it just hits me like, what? Like, wow, yeah. you know, look at this. And so I think that, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a way an artist would, at least that's the way I think artists think is in that in those terms. Yeah. Um, is that you know they're not really thinking. It just, it just things just happen. Yeah. And and. And they end up expressing it in some way, and I, you know, I might end up doing something with that. You know, yeah. I don't really know yet, but uh, I just became so interested in it. Right. So these were the, the, this these immigrants are there. Is it their ancestors who lived there? Some of them, yes. Yeah. Which I was very surprised by that. You know, and uh, I just think it's it's pretty fascinating. There's you know there's all yeah. that history there. Right. Yeah, but that's amazing. You can see something every day. And not really see it. Ah, uh, yes. You just drive past. The yes, and yes. Suddenly, one day, it just hits you. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I live in a very interesting slash unique neighborhood. Right. I know you do. Chickasaw. I, I know. I know yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah, that's got a lot of beautiful houses, and some mm -hmm. of them are wonderfully maintained, mm -hmm. and others of them have become the domains of cats and <laughs> cat houses. Yeah, cat houses. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, but uh -huh. it's an interesting. It's an interesting place. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a good place for artists. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. come, people come and redo the houses there often. You know make them fix them up and mm -hmm. but yeah anyway that's off topic you have a lot of interesting neighbors i do have show some, <laughs> i have some interesting neighbors yeah i have some interesting neighbors. it's a diverse group sometimes yeah yeah uh -huh. yeah uh, yeah so there's a lot of writing that. material there for you it is yeah <laughs> there is there is i said i've said a a story in uh -huh. Chickasaw, Alabama, in, in a version of it which I thought was stranger than the actual version. But now mm -hmm. that I've lived there long enough, I yeah. think that the actual version may be even more intriguing than yes. any kind of fantasy <laughs> I can conjure up. Yes. There's, no, there's no reason to conjure up no, anything. It's, it's there. It's all there, <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
So, um, let me see. Where can people find Octavios? Not not just like right now, but in, in, in the long in the long run, do you have like an online like on the internet? On the internet? <laughs> yeah, I have a I mean, website. I might remember yeah. this, this not like I have I have a, I have a website, sure. Yeah. 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 I can put a link to that. Sure, absolutely. People can go and see your yes. see your art. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, any final any final thoughts? Mm-hmm. Any final words to aspiring artists out there? Uh, don't be discouraged don't you be know discouraged. keep keep doing what you enjoy yeah. uh, you know uh, find people that are like you and um, and that 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 is a lot of encouragement in itself is to be around others who are who are like-minded and um, you know just uh, stay stay with it because I think there's there's a lot of joy and and yeah. being um, completely engulfed in um, engaged in something I mean I think that that's that's one of the great things about art you know you enjoy doing it and it's a complete distraction from yeah. from reality and that's right. I mean that is happiness you know is to be engaged in that way and, and to be engrossed and completely engrossed in something in that way I, I, I think there's nothing better than that is to be completely dedicated to something that you enjoy yeah. and that will really sustain you your whole life which is tr- what I try to um, get across to my students. You yeah. know, they they take a ceramics course and they say, "Well, I'm I'm not an artist or I'm not that good with ceramics," but they end up loving it. Right. And I said, "Well, you know, this might be something you can come back to, and 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 it can really be a big part of your life." And so you're just taking this class for the heck of it, but yeah, this could be a big influence on you and. And so that kind of thing keeps me motivated as a teacher right. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing students, do you, do you, do you stay in contact with any students? I mean, oh yeah. Seen oh how, yes. Seen how they've oh yes. Sure. Sure. Some yeah. that were art majors, some that were not. So yeah. uh, I think it's it's just as gratifying uh, to see the students who are not art majors who are right. out there still doing stuff. So. And are there like are there things like. Um, Residencies and things that oh, are helpful yeah. to people. To I, I, I completely. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm always telling students they should go to a residency since they have this. They're yeah. young people. They have right. this time on their hands. They're not going to have time on their hands like this. Yes. So take a break and, and go to an artist residency. Whether you're a writer, an artist, right. a musician, there's there's residencies for everything like that. So I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did some writing residencies. Somewhere there were visual artists mm-hmm. as well, and those were wonderful mm-hmm. times because mm-hmm. you, know, you have all these people come right. together. And it's like yeah. everyone's passionate and dedicated to what yeah. they're doing, and right. you forget about the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that is what you say. That is like real. That's the, the deep kind of happiness and satisfaction comes from pursuing something that you love deeply sure. over a long period of time yes getting better at it and yeah. just getting yeah and going through all those different stages yeah and so um, okay now I know I told you that was going to be the last question but aside from like uh, going to art, art school to get all the all the benefits that you spoke about there what are things that people do after that to keep like improving because do, do you naturally just keep improving well, or can you hit uh, well one of the things that uh, toe, that teachers always will tell you art teachers don't stop showing your work 
okay. you know, continue, continue to exhibit your work. Right, right. And that will, uh, the, you know, you will, you, you, that's one way to stay active. Yeah. And, and it's another, you know, it's, it, another reason is to, you know, when you're seeing this and other people are seeing it, you're, you know, you get feedback yeah. from them. And I think that's helpful to, okay. to you know, to, to continue to exhibit yeah, and that also then that keeps the sort of like pressure on yourself to make sure it, that you're doing your best. It always. is, yeah. yeah, and I think yeah, I think you're you're there's an awareness there. I mean, you have your yeah. self awareness, but sometimes that's not good enough. Yeah, you know, you need you need to hear what other people are saying about it and so forth. And there are always opportunities to display if you if you're willing to look around. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you know, for instance, at an in art center, the Eastern Shore Art Center, for instance. Um, you can have a membership there, and you can exhibit your work in their in their jury members exhibits. So, I think that's a good thing. Okay. Well, thank you very much for talking. I enjoyed to it. Me. I enjoyed it's it. Very it's interesting. It's been a good conversation. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Very Cheers. good. Cheers. All right. Detours Ahead is brought to you by Bayou Wolf Press, bringing you books with freckles and glasses. If you're a fellow traveler pursuing a creative life, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at bayouwolfpress at gmail.com for questions, comments, or if you'd like to be considered for a future interview, give us a brief blurb about yourself and what you do. That's bayouwolfpress at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, or go to our website at bayouwolfpress.com to learn more about us and receive updates on our podcast, videos, blog posts, and upcoming book releases.